it's just a lot of fun. It, it carved out an hour a day or a couple hours a week, I would, I would say, that, that was me time. And I could be with my friends and I could get on stage and I could, we could laugh and dance and sweat and just do it all, all at once. Are you an RV person or are you just RV life curious, wondering how people live in a tiny space with their family 24-7? Either way, this is a podcast for you. My name is Kate White and I travel full time with my family and two kids and the dog in an RV. Every week I sit down with a fellow RV woman to learn why she chose RV life and how she has changed on the road. Pull a chair up to the fire and let's chat. Hello, my friends and fellow RV queens. This is Kate White, your host, coming at you from an Airbnb bedroom because our camper, yet again, is getting repaired. Hopefully this time it sticks. This time we came right to the heart of RV world, Elkhart, Indiana. And by golly, this camper is getting fixed by the big guns instead of, you know, the dealer located in Florida. Uh, so cross our fingers um, that everything will be resolved this Friday. Okay, enough about me. Today, I got the chance to talk with my friend, Jen Ammond. And it was kind of fun for me to interview one of my friends. And she used to be a public school teacher, has a wealth of knowledge, obviously, on schooling and teaching. She challenges some ideas that a lot of RVers have about the traditional school st system and public schooling. And I really like her perspective that she brings about public school, to be honest, and her experience and how it's actually a really good thing for some kids. So I really enjoyed this conversation. I think you will too. Let's get into it. Hello, Jen, and welcome to the RV Queens podcast. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm so good. It feels really funny to be interviewing you because we're friends like <laughs> outside of this. So um, it feels extra weird, but we're just going to roll with it. Uh, first of all, because this video is being aired on YouTube, would you like to share with the class what happened to your lip? and your eyebrow because you have like these little cuts right there. Yeah, I, I used to look different than this before the accident. So I had a <laughs> I had a fall, literally a fall. Um, I was at the doctor's office with my husband and we were both giving blood and my turn was over. And I was sitting on the doctor's table waiting for him to finish. And I got hot and sweaty and I blacked out and I hit the floor in the doctor's office and I busted my lip open and cut my eye and Oh my gosh. How long were you out? Oh, just a couple of seconds. TJ came, picked me up and he was shaking me and I woke up. But. So he was, he was, was he like hooked up to the giving blood stuff and he like came over to your rescue and it like ripped out of his arm or was it less dramatic than that? She literally had just pulled the needle out of his arm and he was still bleeding everywhere. Like <laughs> Are you it was serious? quite a scene. Gross. It was quite a scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the most excitement that doctor's office has seen in a long time. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's funny. Uh, cool. I can well, laugh where about it now? But it was. It was <laughs> right. I'm sure in the moment it was like really freaky. Where are you guys at right now? We're at Indiana Dunes State Park. Oh, nice. Is that a good? Is that a good one? Yeah, we're having a good time. Did a storm come through today? Because I'm like two hours from you, and we just had like a psycho storm. Actually, we missed most of it. Oh. Just Good a little you. bit of rain. I'm excited to chat with you today, especially to like 
get your perspective on homeschooling and stuff. And the reason is you were a public school teacher for 12 years. That is incredible. Yep. Uh, <laughs> what all, what grades did you teach during that time? Um, I taught fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. Oh, nice. Um, I was in two different districts. And you have three kiddos and you are now homeschooling them because you guys full-time yeah. RV. Are you like, uh, I'm going to ask you more later about your homeschool approach, but like, do you, I just have to know, do you, do you like focus on math a lot since you were a math teacher? Yeah. I mean, I love math. That's my passion. Um, I'm kind of teaching myself how to teach reading. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel very comfortable teaching math, but teaching myself how to teach reading, especially to my kindergartner. Yeah. Um, who's learning how to read. So that, I mean, there are lots of new challenges with homeschooling. But it's exciting, and I'm I'm happy to have this this time with my own kids. Um, I yeah. spent a lot of time teaching other people's kids, and mm -hmm. now I get to pour into my own. So okay, well, let's take it back to you were still a school teacher, and then I don't even know what TJ used to do. Paint the picture for us of like how RV life started for you. What what like were you guys living in a normal regular house, and then you decided to live in a RV for some reason, or, you know, tell us how this all began for you. Um, so 2020, I was pregnant with my third and we went to an RV show and we were looking for RVs and we thought, okay, that sounds fun. So we bought one. And then 2020 of March, um, Quinn was born and also COVID shut down the world. So we didn't know if we were actually going to buy the RV. And um, they called us in May and they said, it's time to come pick it up and pay for it. And we had to think about it for weeks on end, if it was the right choice to do or not. We prayed about it and we were just like, yeah, I mean, we're going to try it. So we got the, our, our first RV and we did the weekend thing. Every weekend in the summer, we just went to local parks and stuff and we had a blast and we, we just really fell in love with camping. What came next was the frustration of why do we not know where we're camping and what campsites look like? So that's how we started our business. And then the business led us to jumping into full-time. What was TJ doing before you guys, like in the middle of that, when it was COVID and you bought the RV and I assume you were still teaching or were you on maternity leave then with yeah. Quinn? I was on maternity leave, but we were doing online teaching. So I went back from maternity leave for a little bit and I was teaching online. And then actually that whole next year, I was an online teacher. So my I saw my students kind of like we're seeing each other right now. So um, and TJ had his own consulting business. He sold like security cameras. He was already self-employed. Okay, gotcha. So he was kind of used to the self-employed life. And then you guys had a great idea about why aren't campgrounds recorded and videoed so people can get an idea of the campground first. And then you decided somewhere in there, hey, let's try out this business and pack up our three kids and live in an RV. Um, I'm curious to hear, like, it was this like big life change type thing characteristic of you and your husband? Or like, how did your friends and family react around this? Well, the first year of the business, we were at home in a house. And um, we thought that our business would just be a hobby that helped pay for our camping fun. And our first two customers were in Arkansas, and then a third in Tennessee, 
and then one in Ohio. We start talking about it and we're like, well, this isn't fun anymore. If you get to travel and I stay home with three kids and go to work every day, this isn't, you know, this isn't what the hobby was supposed to be. So then the hobby turned into our passion and we said, well, if we're going to try it, we're going to go all in and all in meant selling the house and um, homeschooling and me quitting my job and, and all of that. So characteristic of me? No, not at all. Our family and friends were quite shocked. We both live 10 minutes from both of our parents in the same small town, high school sweethearts. Oh my gosh. Packing up and leaving was quite the thing. Oh man. Did you have any like naysayers or were people that, you know, were close to you supportive? Yeah, people close to us were supportive because they knew that if they were close with us to begin with, that they that we would stay close with them. And yeah, I feel like there were comments like, well, how long is this going to last? Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you really do you really want to teach your kids? Do you really want to be with them all the time? And, you know, those questions can hurt. And but you learn a lot about yourself in the process. Is it easy? No. It's not easy. Right. Is it worth it? Yeah, we think so. And you also learn a lot about the people asking the questions whenever they say things right. like that. <laughs> right. Okay, so what what are each of your roles in this business that you guys are running now from the road? My husband, TJ, is more the face of it. So he's the sales and he's the um, networking guy and, and he does all of that. I help on the back end, like I do the finances and I, I do the social media and I help with all the other marketing stuff, both help with the software. So we both have pieces and parts of building the virtual tours and he's the one that's out there filming if we're on site. Okay. So tell me, what does your daily life look like when you're like, you have a business that you're running, you're a mom of three and homeschooling and travel planning and all of this. Do you guys kind of have a routine that keeps things feeling every day kind of feels, you know, there's a sense of normalcy or are you more fly by the seat of your pants or how does it work for you? (laughs) I feel like it changes. It comes in waves. We thrive on routine. So we try to stick to that, like homeschooling in the morning, get done with homeschooling by lunch. And then the afternoon we can have time with the kids to go play or explore. And, um, TJ works in the morning and then I help him work in the afternoon. And then we, there's a lot of late nights. I mean, running your own business, raising your kids all at the same time, it's put in a lot of hours. So you drink a lot of coffee too, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, we do like coffee. (laughs) Your approach to homeschooling, uh, I'm really curious to hear because you were a teacher for so long. Here's my assumption. You're like structured and you really have your act together and you have a curriculum and you homeschool your kids all year long and stick to a routine. Tell me where I'm wrong. (laughs) I would say I fall into some of those categories. To be honest, having, so myself going through public school, going to college to become a teacher, and then going directly into teaching other other people's kids for 12 years. This past year, I have had to unschool myself a little bit to let myself understand that learning bell to bell isn't how it has to be. Yes, we use a curriculum because I want to have a pretty solid foundation on the standards that I'm teaching and the material that I have to cover. With my background in education, I feel pretty confident in uh, filling in the holes and adding to that. But yes, I do. I do like to use a curriculum because I taught fourth, fifth and sixth grade. I haven't taught kindergarten before. This is, this is something very new to me. So 
I like having the textbooks to go with that and then adding in the little, the fun things that, that I know that students enjoy. Hey, guess what? This is a sponsored episode and it's time for a short ad break. I love spending time outside with my kids, especially when we're traveling in the RV. Recently, we had a blast trying out some of Elikai Outdoors' amazing outdoor games. Their games are inspired by nature and are incredibly durable, which means you can create lasting memories with your loved ones. And the best part? They're carrying cases. They're compact enough to take on the road with you. Be sure to check them out at elikai.com slash rvqueens and use the code rvqueens10 to enjoy a discount of 10% off your order. Do you still have that teacher side of you where you like like to decorate a little bulletin board (laughs) and like print out worksheets and stuff? (laughs) I do. I would say that was me for the first half of my career. I was so into all of that as a elementary intermediate school teacher. Um, the worksheets, the pens, the markers, the crayons, the decorating, all of that stuff. And then I had my own three kids and yeah. <laughs> it wasn't, I, I couldn't put all my passion into that because at the end of the day, I still was going home to three of my own kids who I needed to pour into. So my career just really changed like that. And I feel I'm, I'm happy about homeschooling because I can keep the parts of it that I love and I could let go of the parts that I didn't love. So I've met a lot of RV families who, you know, homeschool from the road, obviously, and have become really disenfranchised with the public school system. And like on social media and stuff, kind of like speak against the public school system. And mm-hmm. I can I can understand why because of hearing some of their experiences and their kids' experiences and stuff. But I'm really curious to hear your perspective on, you worked in public school systems for a long time, and now you've homeschooled and are able to have that like focus time with your kids and, and learn with them and all that. So what are your thoughts now on public schools? Public schools are great. I mean, there are people there who are there to teach and love on the kids. And that and for some kids, that is the best place they can be. And I can say that I I was in a district where school might be the best place they have during the day. To be the teacher in the classroom who they're excited to see um, and willing to learn from and grow, that's really, really fulfilling. The other things that you speak about with people who are speaking against public schools, um, yeah, there are issues. There are issues everywhere. Um, and everybody's going to have their own perspective. I'm just getting my feet wet in homeschooling. So... I'll have to expand on that answer a little bit more later. If you guys like stopped full-time RVing today and went and lived in a house and kind of like resettled back down, do you think you'd put your kids back in school or would you continue to homeschool? I'm not sure. And I think it would change as they get older. As they're in middle and high school, the courses get harder and the stakes are higher and you need to have a great GPA to go to college and all those things. So I still think public schools serve serve a great purpose for a lot of kids. That's good stuff. Good perspective. I don't hear that a lot in RV <laughs> uh, communities. So right. I really appreciate right. that. Uh, okay, so I learned about one of your not-so-public talents around the campfire when we met at uh, Thousand Trails Orlando last winter. I found out you are a certified jazzercise instructor, and not only did you tell us this, you actually led a class <laughs> for, like, I don't know, what, 15 women the next morning after the campfire, yeah. and it was awesome. Uh, okay, so how does... 
since you're an instructor and you also told me once that like you used to be a dancer, I have to yeah. assume that fitness is just kind of like part of your life. And I'm curious how you, how you integrate that with everything else you have going on and living in an RV and traveling. How does fitness factor in? First of all, I love how excited you are that I'm a jazzercise instructor. <laughs> it's That's <so> awesome. awesome. <laughs> we have to, do, we have to do another one of those classes. Yeah, um, I agree. So how I got into jazzercise is actually a funny story. Um, after college, um, I wanted to find an exercise that I was like really interested and intrigued by, and I couldn't find anything. I mean, I danced my entire high school and college career, and I was like, well, what do I do now? And so my mom signed me up for jazzercise, and we went to class together, and I just fell in love with it. I thought it was awesome. Dance aerobics, it's just a lot of fun. And so I decided to become an instructor so I could get up there and teach because I'm already used to teaching. So why not? It's just a lot of fun. It, it carved out an hour a day or a couple hours a week, I would, I would say, that that was me time. And I could be with my friends and I could get on stage and I could, we could laugh and dance and sweat and just do it all, all at once. How I jazzercise now? Well, when I go home, I get to teach at our local studio and, and uh, go to classes with my friends back home. But on the road, I, I do jazzercise on demand. They have like a subscription service and they have classes that you can just turn on and do whatever you want so I try my best to do that in the morning and is it as fun fun by yourself no it's much more fun with 15 friends there to do it with but it gets the job done do you do it inside like is it like shaking the camper as you're like <laughs> doing your exercises <laughs> no my husband kicked me out a long time ago I tried that okay. once he was like you need to go outside <laughs> <laughs> so I, I bought, we bought we bought a little clam like a pop up tent that I can. Yeah. that's my studio. <laughs> that's so cool. I love it. Do your do any of your daughters have a propensity for dance? Um, they all like dancing, but uh, they they started dance class young and they weren't really into it. But we have started some. My oldest has started a dance class on out school. Okay, she thinks that's pretty cool. So yeah. to have a teacher going over a choreographed routine that they practice each week. And that's filling her cup for right now. Yeah. And I was going to ask it, how you encourage that on the road. So out school, that's a great idea. And they also have, they have like gymnastics and they have a lot of stuff oh, on yeah. there too. So good stuff. Uh, okay. So when you think back to Jen before RV life and before you were a homeschool mom and you were just a public school teacher and you had, you know, kids at home and long days and stuff. And you think of yourself now, how would you say you've changed over the past year here? I would say this, this year has helped me to become more relaxed. It's taken um, a lot of stress off the plate because I get to be, I get to be mom all day, not just the last two hours of the day. Uh, and that, that's, that's probably, um, one of the things that I'm most happy about is that I get to spend this time with my kids that I didn't think I was going to get to. Uh, I was always kind of jealous of moms who took time off from maternity leave and like took a year off to be home with their kids. And I, I always went back right after each of my babies was born. And I just think I'm getting this time now and um, appreciative of it. I always felt that way too. Cause I was, I was our breadwinner when I was having babies and it was like that, mm -hmm. the, transition back after maternity leave is like so heartrending. At least it was for me. I think, you know, some women it are is. like, 
please get me back into the office. But I think <laughs> most of it, it's like a really right. hard transition. Yeah, I feel the same way. It's like, that's, I, I feel lucky now too being able to spend so much time with my kids because they're probably going to remember it more, you know, than mm-hmm. they would have when they were <laughs> wearing diapers. So it's good stuff. Is the RV life what you expected it would be? Like back before you were full-time, obviously you you guys were weekenders and you knew a lot of like probably how the RV mechanics and technical stuff worked. But now that you're full-time in it, is it what you thought it would be? In a way. And I, I feel like living this close in a space with five, there's five of us in our family. Um, there are moments when you just need to take a break. You need to go on a walk. And I feel like we're, we're all learning that if we need a break apart, that that's okay. There, I mean, there are challenges with, um, you know, route planning and then things come up and then there's bumps in the road and you don't know, you have to pivot and all of a sudden you lose a tire and like all this kind of stuff is thrown at you. But like the day to day functioning as a, as a family, just living in a smaller space, it is, it is what I thought it would be. Okay. I have one more question for you. And then I'd love for you to share where people can connect with you guys online and also check out your business. Um, so the slogan for this show is a podcast about unexpected rich so what is the unexpected richness that you have found from RV life? I would say the unexpected richness is that we get to spend this much time together as a family and just grow to know each other deeper learn more about my kids and who they are and who they're becoming. And um, this is time that I didn't think that I was going to get without interruption. And we're, we're happy to to have this this moment in time and to connect with us and follow along with our family. We're learning as we go on Instagram and Facebook. And then our business is Campsite360. Uh, we're on Instagram and Facebook, TikTok, and also we have a website. I didn't realize Campsite360 was on TikTok too. I got to go look that up. <laughs> um, and just a quick note, to follow you, your handle on Instagram, learning as we go, it's learning as underscore we dot go. Did I get that right? You have me guessing it. I don't even know. Ah! I thought it was learning dot as. It took me a minute to find you the first time. Dot we uh, go. I looked you up, but <laughs> learning as we go. We'll find it. Uh, okay. Well, thank you, Jen, so much for being on today. Um, I love thank this you. conversation and every conversation with you. And um, we are hopefully, fingers crossed going to see you in Wisconsin in a few weeks here. So um, (laughs) I will see you on the road soon. So what did you think? Was that inspiring or what? Hey, before you go, I have one thing to ask of you. Will you open up your podcast app and give us a rating and a review, please? Pretty please with a cherry on top. That would really help spread the Avi Queen's love and help us climb up the algorithms. I love being a part of this community with you all. I hope you have a great week and I will see you on the road. It's good stuff.